major bug outbreak on the surface. It's been classified as a level four infestation. Level four? Do you know what that means? We got bugs to kill. Mars is your home, troopers. And today she needs your help. Wipe out every bug that you see and take back your planet. Relax, it's a good day to die. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the Me and My Dad Watch Anime Podcast, where you don't have permission to die. My name is Drew, and I'm here with my dad, David. Greetings, friends. And this week, we watch Shinji Aramaki's Starship Troopers, Traitor of Mars. But before we get into the show, let's let the people know. Dad, what are we under the influence of? In this episode, we are under the influence of Decoy. Ooh. And uh, this came up on our uh, Christmas uh, care package. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is it? True Leaf? What are they? Uh, what are they? No, going? no, no. This wasn't from uh, First Leaf. First Leaf. Yeah. This was a gift. Oh, okay. And uh, we must have just found it like in an asteroid belt, sort of yeah. like you know, floating around. Feels like there's a lot of debris in space. Humans <laughs> and all other sorts of uh, creatures seem to just be able to dump their shit wherever they want, you know. <laughs> but what's the uh, type of wine? Is it a cab? It's a cab cab it's too bad that we don't have our cards it seems like we lost that in the uh the vacuum of space somehow we only have old you know wine literature unfortunately yeah i think we've lost some stuff um but <laughs> we've lost our dignity we've lost a lot more than just that but Excuse me. Uh, well it doesn't seem like we've lost uh the hologram signal of little wayne as we further jettison, uh, jettison through space he can pretty much connect whatever he wants. So it appears that way. Yeah, Wayne. Um, I guess I guess we can just give it to you uh, quick and early. We we don't and, really need uh, to fight. Know, it. We have a pour for you, and damn it, we're gonna give you one. Yeah, you know we feel good about it. The Patriots are at this point uh, at this point in the game that we're watching, so moods are high. There's a lot of potential in the world right now. It makes up for last week. Yeah, well, <laughs> we haven't seen the 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 end of the game unfortunately, and that might turn things around but no i was talking about wayne his poor we didn't give it to him last week oh that's true we did uh, hang up on him yeah i mean we've been dealing with a lot there's really uh no excuse for wayne to continue to badger us every single time we get us uh get ourselves into some sort of weird snafu but that's beside the point dad what can you tell us about this uh this movie that we got going on this week starship troop troopers traitor of mars is the 2017 Japanese and American adult contemporary animated military science fiction film directed by Shinji Aramaki and Masaru Matsumoto. Yes. And written by Edward Neumeyer. Yes. And I guess it's the fifth. Actually, there's just a whole bunch of different films that have been... It's a uh, franchise. Yeah, exactly. And this film was produced and marketed to celebrate the 20th anniversary of the first live-action which was Star Troopers back in 1997, mm -hmm. uh, directed by Paul Verhoeven and written also by Ed uh, Neumeyer. And it's based on a Robert A. Henlin novel, mm -hmm. 1959 novel. Just a lot of IP here. I mean, there's a lot to tap in. I'm, I'm sure this is not the last movie. Maybe it should be, but that's sort of where we'll get yeah. maybe Edward uh, Neumeyer, also, he did uh, Robocop. Really? Yeah. Okay. I don't and know I think if I could see Verhoeven the also directed that. Yes. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. And one of the things about the uh, Starship Troopers, the original, is that it came out to a lot of negative reviews from the critics mm. who perceived the film as promoting fascism. 
Oh, interesting. Yeah. And also, there was accusations against Verhoeven and Neumeier of being Nazis. Whoa. Yeah. So this is super pertinent to even now. Oh, yeah. I mean, was there any legitimacy to that claim? No. Like, I, I mean, most critics miss the fact that it was sort of a, a satire. satire yeah. Right. And This I, gets into my whole thing where nobody actually understands what satire is. No. Or that they don't have the fucking you know, brain power to comprehend a metaphor. I mean, we're talking about a movie that they're killing bugs and everything. And they really like going, yeah, this is our chance to promote fascism and... Uh, <laughs> Secretly, we're Nazis. I mean, that a lot of people, a lot of fascists like to have, uh, you know, dog whistles, like these cryptic little messages, which I'll get into in a second since it actually relates to a comment that I had. But fascists are actually big into codes and shit. So maybe maybe it was the case, you know, maybe they're just using the satire as cover like we're using satire as a cover for actually being Nazis. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and um, the fun facts is the fact that Casper um, Van Dyne. Mm -hmm. um, and Dina Meyer reprised uh, their uh, respective roles as Johnny and Dizzy. Yeah, yeah. Johnny Rico. Was that a, uh, a formidable coupling in the original movie? Did they, you know, draw a lot of on-stream, uh, on-screen chemistry? Um, well, I it was a it was a situation where um, he Casper the, the Casper's character Johnny Rico mm -hmm. was actually uh, the girlfriend of Denise Richards. Um, which is Ibanez or Ka Ka yeah, Carmen. Carmen. Yeah, Carmen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she, you know, leaves him because, I mean, I can't remember the exact reasonings. I guess it was because she was going on to become this, you know. Yeah, this space general. Yes. And she and uh, the uh, Dizzy uh, gets trans, I mean, he she basically gets transferred uh, to a different transferred thing. over to his platoon oh. and she's secretly in love with him and then he actually ends up you know consummating their relationship yes exactly yeah what is i mean i guess i understand that you're kind of like in the heat of battle but everything uh that i've heard from people who have served is that it's just like a fuck fest all the time really i mean people are like hooking up with everybody people who are like you know i guess it's just the way it is dude you got to get your rocks off if you're gonna also be taking people's heads off right so what was the uh, tomato on this one? What was the actual like rating system that we came in with? Yeah, they didn't have any rating for the critics. I mean, there was four reviews, mm. and um, the audience only gave it a 33. Mm. And there's 250-plus ratings. And the thing of it is, of course, this is number five out of a whole franchise of, of these movies, so I guess it didn't quite, Yeah, you know. It didn't reach the peak of the, the no, first the or even the second. Wasn't the, uh, I think... They had three live actions, and then two of them have been this, like, weird, you know, PlayStation 2 animation type of movies. Yeah, I never saw the other ones. I was actually surprised. I was like, oh, really? They have, like, a, a two and a three in terms of the live action? I think if you can get one project off the ground, Hollywood is just, like, kind of, like, getting a semi-chub with the idea that they could probably pull off not even just one more, but two more. Or <laughs> at least four more. Fuck it. Uh, but, yeah, what was the, the, the – did you say the score? It was 33? Yeah, it was just 33. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what would you give it? This was like a pretty standard type of sci-fi movie. It really had some cheesy dialogue, but like it wasn't offensive to me. No. In some ways, it was kind of funny just like how absurd some of the the, the conflicts of the movie were, or at least the stakes. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I found is that this thing was pretty trope-heavy, and um, I don't know. I, I mean, I was able to watch it 
other than you know some of the other movies that we've watched. Um, yeah. But then, of course, there's the whole you know uh, CGI stuff, and uh, I guess we'll talk about it once we get into. Um, you know, shine the spotlight. Yeah. Oh, didn't you ban it? Is this is a part of your message that you actually told us we would never be able to watch a CGI movie again? Because I refuted that point. Did I don't I? know if that's what you're... I think it was you were so turned off by Doraemon that you uh you you pretty much put your, your foot in the sand. Yeah, well, that was... that. This one's sort of different. Yeah, For no. a different reason. I think Doraemon is just like such a... Well, it's mostly uh whatever his fucking name is, Nobu. That dude is such a loser that it was, <laughs> yeah. it was easy to hate on yeah. him. Uh, but now that we've actually been able to, uh, I guess, see how the rest of the world is thinking about this movie, although it's it's pretty bad, I have also a, a couple bad uh, Letterboxd Worst Reviews to go over as well. So I'm going to jump right into those. So first entry on Letterboxd Worst Reviews, it's a star and a half by A Fuzzy Viking on September 22nd, 2022. At this point, I'm just hoping this is it. So ready for the end of this madness. Far from the worst movie I've seen, but it brings very little, uh, very little to the ST universe. And then there's some weird retcon as well. Blah. You apes want to live forever? Dude was hawking NFTs before it was cool. <laughs> and the the reason I picked this comment was because that last line of the apes you want to live forever. And this relates to the thing we were just talking about, how fascists will put in like codes and shit like that. Did you see the whole... Um, I guess it's some sort of conspiracy, but they have uh, at least some evidence to point towards it might be, like all conspiracies. But the people who do the bored ape stuff are suggested to be like these crypto fascists, these people who are like selling this ape thing as like a, a racist cover. I mean, there's this whole way that they've been able to break it down in terms of like some of the iconography in the actual ape stuff is like dog whistles towards... Uh, you know, Hitler signals and stuff like that. Even like the, uh, the whatchamacallit, the Bored Ape logo is a, uh, a turn of like this Nazi SS signal or uh, logo or something like that. Like the, the skull and bones. You'll have to look it up for yourself. Yeah, but I'll have to look into that. Yeah. It, I, I mean, mean I, I don't know a whole lot about the, I know something about the NFTs, but, um, you know the board ape or what is it board ape yeah it's uh it's kind of funny i mean everybody well this was the same thing that seth green wanted to use as his avatar for the tv show that he wrote that got stolen oh yeah <laughs> oh my god dude when that news came out i didn't feel bad for that dude at all because for one board apes just look bad like they're not cool animations at all yeah but that was one of the fucking worst pilot trailers i've ever seen in my life <laughs> and I use that uh, kind of hyperbole a lot, but truly, that was like garbage pale effort. Uh, a sitcom with your NFTs is, is I can't even describe. It's hard for me to even get the words out because I'm so flabbergasted by yeah, it. Yeah, I'm going to have to look that up too because I heard something about that. I'm going to fucking pull that shit up. I just want to like watch it a little bit. Seth Green NFT. I wonder if he ever got it back because the whole thing was that he got his, his ape taken He's like his and NFT. How does that was happen? Stolen? How do you steal it? I don't know, man. I mean, they're not like pickpocketing people on the street. It's like you leave your code out uh, in some sort of chat room, and all of a sudden, someone ends up with your ape. They must have hacked him or something. I mean, because isn't it sort of like a crypto thing? Yeah, maybe he got duped a la, like, uh, I'm a Nigerian prince and I'm looking for bored apes. <laughs> Can you please give them to me? Yeah. 
Yeah, this is the, the fucking trailer, dude. And they're playing the cheesiest song, too. Like, <laughs> this is the thing that every person in uh, middle school would use in their their projects for school. I think Gary V, yeah, Gary yeah. V gets a cameo in here. I'm surprised Logan Paul didn't jump on this type of project, oh, dude. He just, I mean, that he's all. Uh, yeah, that's embarrassing. I would. No, I think anybody who was like hawking NFTs, especially in the early part of it, were complete hucksters. Yeah. Like they're the grifters of the grifters. Now we got the Logan Pauls who are doing it in a mainstream way. But yeah, dude, if you if you have a board ape, um, you should maybe bore a hole in your head with a bullet because that's just a bad investment. Uh, <laughs> the, the next one I have on Letterbox is a star by Scratchalatika on April 18, 2021. Infuriating. A national tragedy. And I wonder because if this is a Japanese movie, technically, if this had any sort of reception in Japan or if this was just released straight to the United States. Like, what's the crossover uh, between the two? Because it doesn't seem like it's probably getting a lot of play. Yeah. I mean, come on, a national tragedy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I wonder how many people could consider a bad movie a national tragedy. Like, when's the last time a movie has been so bad that the president had to hold like a press conference? That something bad happened. I don't think. I don't think we've ever even gotten close. Yeah. Well, we probably gotten close, but shows I don't think up the president the the shows. Balls. I can't even believe that this movie has been made. This is a national tragedy. Maybe Trump would pitch in on it. Yeah, <laughs> Trump, Obama. Uh, who is the uh, Starship the Troopers? Trade is a must. Not good. Trump, do you uh, do you have anything to say about Starship Troopers? I, I think you were were you watching movies in the nineties? I think you were probably just like too consumed with the art of the deal. I have to say, Starship Troopers <laughs> with Neil Patrick Harris. He looks so cute in his little armor, <laughs> shooting at the bugs. It was the best. Me and Casper Van Dyne, we talk all the time. I don't believe that at all. It's true. Me and Denise Richards, we went on a date once. I asked to suck her toes, and she said maybe. <laughs> okay, let's let, let we'll actually probably revisit that because that's sort of some hot gossip. But yeah, I, I think we could probably uh, save ourselves from more national tragedies by having some like movies are to be able to decide what movies get made and what don't. I feel like we just need some like somebody who really overlooks this stuff because the producers are letting anything go nowadays. But. Uh, I have another one. It's a two and a half stars by Romeo Candy on September 19, 2020. The telepathic Carl guy manifests himself as a female and seduces Rico. This film holds a unrecognized homosexual icon. <laughs> and this is so funny because I clocked that immediately. Like once it was revealed that Carl was the guy who was like manifesting the fucking dream yeah. in Rico's head. It was... The first question out of my head was how far would he go to convince Rico that he needs to do this? Like, right. Rico, you you have to you know you have to save Mars. All the the arachnids are gonna take over. I'll do anything to make it happen. I'll yeah. I'll I suck kept you anticipating off. the uh, the CGI sex scene. I was at least hoping there would be a little head. You know, I, I, is it is it gay if you're manifesting a uh, person's hallucination to get them sucked off by a woman, but you're the person playing the uh, the manifestation? I don't know, dude. That's maybe something that Freud can look over. What was that movie um, where the guy was dating? He thought he was a woman. The uh, something game. Mm, something game. Yeah. 
Hunger Games? No, no, no. <laughs> Where PETA is actually uh, a chick and Katniss falls in love with her? <laughs> That'd be kind of hot, actually. That would be a better the cry- movie. The Crying Game. The Crying Game. Yeah, it was a movie. And this guy, uh, basically there was an actor, and he was a man, but he was like a, I guess you want to say he was a transvestite. Transgender. Transgender, I'm sorry. And... um well, I wonder if it was transgender back then. Of course, there's the big reveal. Mm. Like, all of a sudden, the guy goes to sleep with her, or him, and, um, you know, all of a sudden, you see his freaking penis and shit, and you're like, whoa! Because even in the movie, you she looks like a I mean, he looks like a woman. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of stuff like that. I think they also had something similar in uh, Ace Ventura, which was, there wasn't a lot of tact in including, you know, transgender characters at that point. Uh, but, you know, we're not really getting any better now. We're getting better, but, like, not that much better. Uh, and then finally, I have one more three stars by DD7 on August 2nd, 2021. The Japanese were base for turning Starship Troopers into an anime. And this actually gets, like, kind of into a point that I was going to make, uh, with my spotlight. But I guess we could probably just hit that in a second. Drew and David, oh. I'm sorry to interrupt again, oh but God. I'm receiving a message from a distant galaxy. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it seems like we just have an open line to whomever wants to fucking call in. I mean, who is it from? The caller ID says Cliff Jokic. Should I accept the message? Cliff Jokic is sending a message to us? I mean, we obviously have had some contact with Cliff, but like, why is he sending it to us? <laughs> so you guys are coming up to check out or actually challenge me in football? Come on. Patrick, you're gonna find out who the real star is here. Is he getting sucked off by an alien in the video? Yeah, that's right. He's getting. <laughs> <laughs> is this a call? <laughs> I thought this was a recorded message. <laughs> He's anticipating our responses. This dude is on some other level shit. I can't wait for your arrival. You guys, you can't believe the technology and what they've turned me into. I am now a superstar oh. for the Alien Football League. Oh my god. Come at your own peril. But American football is going down. What Believe the fuck? It. This is some Benedict Arnold shit. He's completely turned... <laughs> Patrick, catch you later. Wow. Okay, I'm, I'm shocked that he was actually able to hold his composure so well as he delivered that message from getting Spacehead... I mean, it very looked like he was having some sort of participation in an orgy. So, Dad, I mean, what do you think about this? As sort of the spokesperson for Patrick Erskine, uh, that was a, a call-out. The call-out of all call-outs, I guess. Well, that's why we're out here. We're here to stop Cliff. It's, we can't let it happen. Really American can't. football is it's the number one sport. By a mile. And... Uh, Cliff, I mean, he's a high school pariah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a high school loser. And we're going to make sure he's a uh, intergalactic loser, too, as we you know move further and further through space. I think our next stop is uh, going to be on Mars, which is pretty cool. You know, It seemed like there was some sort of refill station, if anything, for us to get a little more gas before we pop off again. But yeah, dude, we're going to the big red rock. Yeah, Elon's finally got us there. I know. We're the first ones there. I, I hate to get a win for old Musk, uh, you know, to actually get that on his resume that he put you and I and all of our buddies onto the uh, onto that, you know, 
the Martian planet. But here we are. We're, we're just about there, and we're we're also trying to shine our spotlight on some of our thoughts about this movie, or just whatever the fuck is going on at this point. So, Dad, where do you want to shine yours? Okay, first off, these type of animations or CGI, when they're trying to like you know show actual like people that are look like you know normal humanoids, actors. yeah, humanoid. Yeah. And you get the uncanny valley, and I'm just wondering, are we beyond? I mean. This was done in 2017. Like, is there anything out there? I guess, are we beyond that? Can we get beyond the Uncanny Valley? Well, I think the ones, the examples that are being uh, used in the mainstream stuff is a lot of, like, Disney properties. And I know that they are going to be um, CGIing Harrison Ford in the new Indiana Jones. Like, portions of that movie will have him look like he's young Indy again. Uh, I don't think we're past it, though. I think the human brain at this point can still recognize. I think it dupes some people if they're not paying attention very well. Mm. I don't think we've gotten there yet. I've always been able to detect the CGI people. Yeah, and reading some of the reviews, some of the people were indicating that they've seen better animation in video games. So I'm Yeah, this movie was I mean, this movie was bad animation. Let's just yeah. not fuck around. I mean it looked pretty good, but I mean it was still it's just still twenty seventeen. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Avatar came out like 2009, although that obviously had a lot more money behind it. But like, yeah, but there, I mean, the the animation there is not humanoid. They're, you know what I mean, so yeah. they can get away with it more. I guess, but I they guess, did. I guess when I think about it, they probably did look more realistic. At least you know the 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 facial features and this definitely looked like a cutscene from like some Xbox 360 game, like. Gears of War looks better than this fucking movie, and they're sort of humanoid. But it's funny when people talk about the Uncanny Valley thing, and they will use it to essentially paint this picture that throughout human evolution, we've needed to adopt this thing because humans are trying to recognize things that look like humans, but they're not. Almost insinuating, like, the reptile person thing is real. And all that really boils down to is that your old, you know, primal self... it relates to dead bodies. You know, you see a dead body near you and you recognize that it's not fucking human. It, you obviously don't want to be around a dead body. It's rotting. It's going to bring animals and other shit and disease. But we've just sort of extrapolated at this point because everyone is uh, believing they have galaxy brain and they think that they're, <laughs> they're getting onto something that maybe there are reptile people or Nephilim or all these fucking Anunnaki bullshit. <laughs> I've been in some weird places on TikTok lately, it seems like. There's not really a lot to do in the uh, as we're drifting through space. What else did you have, though? And I love the fact that scars, anyone that has scars in an eye patch is instantly a badass. Yeah. And in this movie, on the flip side, like anyone that has glasses is a nerd and physically incompetent. Uh, Incontinent as well. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of them were pretty much on the precipice of uh, p- pressing a hot shit in their pants. But yeah, that's sort of like the another trope, dude. Anybody who has glasses can't be a, a buff, cool dude. It's too bad. Yeah. I mean, like I said, this is just trope heavy. I mean, you you basically have a story where these, you know, 
based all these people are incompetent, unable to you know even complete a training uh, simulation. Yeah, and then they're getting shot in half. Yeah, they're suddenly sho- uh, shoved into action, and then you know they they're becoming super fighters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're rising to the challenge. Obviously, Rico is putting them through the ringer, and uh, they're rising, dude. They're they're at least able to save a few of them. I think by the end, how many of their crew had died? Most of them. I know that one guy got torn apart for real that time. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, he was in the simulation. He kept getting ripped in half, and of course it became true. Yeah, his karmic retribution was just getting torn in half. That sucks. If you believe in samsara, that you just have this this consistent thing of getting torn in half. But And yeah. I also thought it was funny where basically approval ratings were dictating the politics of... <laughs> What was going on? Yeah. She's just looking at this screen and like saying things like, whoa, yeah, I'm getting some I'm <laughs> instant getting, feedback. Yeah, I'm getting approval. Whoa, I'm up to 97. And, you know, she just kept going. And all of a sudden, you know, anything that happens, an instant feedback. This is the world that millennials want, dude. Yeah. They want instant feedback on their political ambitions. Yeah. I think it, actually, it almost feels like that's where we're going. Honestly, it, it, live Twitch voting yeah, on what we should do in Congress. There's going to be, you know, like a speech on online, and there's going to have like the the statistics, you know, above. You Choose know, your showing. own speech. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to hear from uh, this person? Let's yeah. just vote it en masse. No, I mean, I think that does make sense in a weird way. Uh, it probably won't happen all the way up to the White House unless we like completely change things. But I mean, the the uh, what was her name? in the um amy snap yeah amy snap uh she was basically the female trump yeah she kind of was dude yeah i almost felt like that she was sort of based off the uh, of a trump character she uh she's 2017 but i'm sure they were making this before trump became president yeah it's almost pressing it that It'd be funny if they just made, like, Trump a villain. I know that it's just, like, a cameo role. It just makes it look just like him. It kind of looked like Emma Watson, actually. If you, uh... Did you notice that, too? Kind of looked like Emma? Yeah. Yeah. That would have been funny if she yeah. was part of this movie. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I'm I'm here for it, dude. I think we should have more say. In the same way that Elon Musk thinks that polls should decide Twitter policy, even though he actively uh, doesn't listen to it when it comes to actually leaving as the CEO, let's just make that how we run the country. Make it by popular vote. Vox Populi or whatever the fuck that is. Let's make it happen. (laughs) Live. Let's do it. And the other thing I had was glory days. And there's that one scene where he's talking about high school and he says, the only thing I can remember is football and something else, some other dude or whatever. Mm -hmm. And like how many dudes or people out there, like their highest achievement or like when they were at their apex mountain yeah. <laughs> was when they were like a football star you know what i mean and yeah. then you see them and they're just like normal dudes alcoholics like they never you know they were great in high school police like officers high school football was their their pinnacle yeah yeah uh how many like let's per se a percentage i mean of the people who were like let's say high school quarterbacks or at least a high school high performing athlete how many of those people do you think are miserable in their later life? More than 20 or less than 20? Yeah. That would be an interesting uh, documentary. Like yeah. To go out and seek Did out. Did you peak? Yeah. <laughs> high school quarterbacks that were, you know, good, that, you know, maybe played some Division One ball or yeah. whatever. And then, you know, how did their life turn out? Like, they were just, like, you know, stars of their football team. Well, that reminds school. me of, like... F- they got all the chicks. They were, like, you know, popular. But then... You know, that was, a, you know, they were just 
I mean, because you think of all these, you know, people that play football, like if they go to college, but do they all get degrees? But, you know, I mean, they're good athletes. But then like NFL football players, I think, have an average you know, career. I mean, I think the average is like three years or something yeah. ridiculous. Most of them are getting jobs at Goldman Sachs, which is more than George Santos can say. But <laughs> I think most of them are getting jobs at Goldman Sachs. I think most of them could do whatever the fuck they want. I mean, if they're stars, I mean, if they had even a, you know, but uh, they're probably just getting into real estate. Yeah. Truly, that's probably where things kind of shake out. But it reminds <laughs> me of this dude on TikTok named Throw God, who was like, um, I think he got to play in college and he kind of moved around from a couple different uh colleges but now he's just like this dude with a big beer belly who like puts in uh videos out on the internet of him just like slinging the ball like let me fuck it what's the defense say <laughs> damn he doesn't look like he's throwing it like 60 yards on i don't know because <laughs> i don't fucking care <laughs> go throw god any real quarterback knows that reading defenses is a defense mechanism created by weak, noodle-armed, <laughs> pussy-ass quarterbacks to try to deal with human junk machines like me! This dude's a touchdown machine. Coach, checked it down because they were playing a cover two bracket. I just didn't, I just didn't see, think that Dwayne was open. But I knew we could have Leroy in the flat for five, and I knew we'd get eight or ten yards. We'd keep moving the chains, coach. No. No, you're just a little this pussy named with a little Cliff? shrimp jockey. <laughs> Is this guy named Pentagrist? So this guy reminds me of Pentagrist. Throw God. Throw God. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Throw God is is absolutely a king. I want to know what Throw God's record was in high school because I don't think he played any college ball. He absolutely played college ball. Did he? Yeah, I don't know how well he played, but let me let me try to find well, his fucking stats. Throw God stats. Yeah. His name is Harrison Beck, I think. He played at Nebraska. Really? Uh, yeah. He well, uh, put on a little weight. <laughs> yeah, he definitely got a beer belly. He didn't play well, it looks like. at uh, In 2005 in Nebraska, he only threw 10 balls for 21 yards. At North Carolina State uh, in 2007 and 2008, he only threw for 900 yards and uh, nine interceptions to two, pick, or two touchdowns. And then 592 for uh, two touchdowns and seven interceptions. So not a great career for Throw God. Oh, that's see, that's pathetic. Yeah, it's, that's funny that he played for NC State. Yeah, I mean the <laughs> the synchronicities seem to be just popping up all over the place. But I do wonder what his high school career was because he was probably killer. Well, if he made it to Division One, he must have been pretty good in high school. Oh, for sure. If he's getting to the Nebraska I mean, Cornhuskers, dude, he was a four star fucking uh, recruit. Yeah, he was a four star recruit. So that's more than the Cliff Jokic can say, and I don't see Throw God getting picked up by the aliens to play in their league, <laughs> which is tough. Actually, I think it's not, we should just try to get Throw God. We need Throw God to be our freaking backup, man. <laughs> we should do. We need to pick him up. Maybe yeah. we can teleport him in. Craig I mean, can fucking bring uh, Throw God in. It looks like he could definitely play in the XFL. He could definitely, yeah. He could back up Patrick for sure. <laughs> he would be a, a savage in oh, the uh, the strip club no, scene. Oh, I can't. Yeah. Uh, Freaking shout out the throw god, man. Yeah, Harrison Beck, my dude. Come on the pod whenever you want. <laughs> did you uh <laughs> did you have any other spotlights? Yeah. Planet destruction. Mm -hmm. What who would have the the hubris to like think that destroying a whole planet is like I mean, can you imagine? I mean, if we've ever got to the point where we could, you know, interplanetary uh, travel Some and death star is, shit. It's like, hey, you guys, you're not falling in line. 
you know what? Yeah, we're taking out. I mean, in Star Wars, yeah. they literally two of the Star Wars. There, you know, the whole point is like that. That star is going to take out the whole planet, and yeah. then that's like going to scare the shit out of everybody. It's like we're not just like dropping a nuke on you. We're going to just obliviate your planet. Yeah, we're treating the entire planet like a rundown apartment complex, and we're just blowing it up with TNT. It's like this place is completely gone off the fucking face of space. It's uh, it's definitely an overstep. You know. Yeah. It feels like it's probably more resource rich to leave the planet there and maybe just kill everybody <laughs> than to blow up the fucking planet. We're a little flippant with blowing and planets she was just up. Just doing it for approval rating. She was just. Is like, that really yeah. what? <laughs> at the end of the day, it was yeah. just for like ninety four percent approval rating, which is obscene. You know, for your people to like you that. What can get me to ninety nine? Planet destruct. Let's do it. And she planned it for three freaking years. Yeah. Like, this I'm going to let the aliens run rampant <laughs> so I can blow this thing up just for just for some likes. Which, I mean, they're pretty fickle. They turned on her pretty fast, dude. They didn't even really like her all that much. By the end of it, she only had, like, what, a 16% approval rating? Yeah, well, it was a dud. You know, it's like eight. Seven, six, five, four. Goodbye, Mars. Yeah. Three, two, one. And nothing happens. And she, yeah, she just like sunk to nothing. Like, yeah, that just goes to show you, dude. You you got to go a different approach. Being being a fascist and trying to run as a fascist will get you taken down like a fascist, uh, or at least be ashamed of yourself uh, in the public media. I mean, who who's behind these approve? I mean, is this Earth, or is this the whole ga galactic? Yeah, it seems like they're a little more widespread at this point. They can just sort of uh, dictate whatever they want. I mean, I don't even understand how... I mean, I guess I can leave this for later, but there's a lot of, like... <laughs> there's a lot of these space politics that I would like to figure out, if anything. Uh, for my spotlights, I had... Uh, the first one up was Baba, which was one of the names of the characters. And the reason why I included this was because it was uh, the name of the wife in the movie White Noise that we watched recently. Did you, you were there when we watched that, right? Oh yeah. What did you think of that movie? Um, it was okay. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. It was just one of those things that was a little off kilter and I think Don DeLillo's dialogue doesn't resonate in the same way being spoken aloud. But this was a book, White Noise, was a book that was considered by many to be unadaptable. And I think more studios should try to adapt books that are completely, you know, uh, written off by most people who would not even get the, the, the time of day. Like Blood Meridian. Cormac McCarthy has been considered to have like this unfucking adaptable book that's just so violent and disgusting that they would never be able to make it. I want to see it. We're wasting our time with all this other shit. I don't need a fucking sequel or another Star Wars series. I want to see Blood Meridian. <laughs> All right. Or even Gravity's Rainbow. I'd rather see some dude set off bombs with his fucking dick. I don't care. It's just the way it is. We need to move on with movies. And really? That's what the book's about? Setting off bombs with your dick? Uh, with your boner, more or less. But yeah, something like that. Um, <laughs> Guess you had to read the book. Yeah, well, uh, it, it's, it's a tough one. Uh, the next one I had up are Breatharians. And this relates to uh, the Mars's Air Day which was the celebration of their uh, terraforming the planet and being able to breathe on it. But this is a group of people in real life who subsist essentially off of, like, Hindu breathing techniques and different... Uh, essentially, that's what it was. They just breathe in different forms to kind of gain sustenance. And it's really bizarre. There's a, a New York Post article that I pulled up and they have like a whole family. A breatharian couple survives on the universe's energy instead of food. 
And they also have like a five-year-old and a two-year-old. She didn't eat any fucking food at all while she was pregnant. And apparently her blood work was good and the babies came out healthy. I mean, these people just look like normal people. They look kind of thin, but, you know, you, you wouldn't look at these people and kind of think that they're only subsisting off of very little amount of food and air. So, yeah, food's overrated. I get. I mean, truly, it kind of is. I think the more that I eat, uh, the less that I like it. You know. Well, I've always thought that like the two thousand calories a day thing is really bogus. Yeah, I don't think it really has any. I mean, <laughs> no, dude, it's big fucking big food. Big corn yeah. is trying to sell us to eat all this thing. Big wheat. Yeah, I mean, you're not gonna tell people like, you know, just eat you know a thousand calories a day. I mean, you're gonna come up with something where they you know gonna wolf down freaking bag of chips and uh <laughs> yeah trust me that's that's probably uh that's something we should just stop making you know i don't know why i mean i do know why but at some point i wonder if we get to this utopian space where we'll just stop making junk food because we know that it's poison especially in america do you know about that thing where they say um when people go to europe and they start eating like a lot of bread or just kind of eating the uh the caloric rich food in Europe, it doesn't have the same effect on them as it does in the United States. Have you ever heard about like people having those testimonies? Yeah. I mean, I think the European diets uh, obviously a lot better than, I mean, I don't think there's as much, they don't drink water, which is weird. Yeah. They drink wine. <laughs> they drink a lot of wine, yeah. especially in those like Spanish kind of French countries. But yeah, either you're drinking a pint or you're drinking a glass of wine. There's not too much water around in Europe, it seems, unless you want to start getting into that mineral shit, which you kind of like uh, sparkly water. So yeah, I stopped drinking it, though. Yeah, it's I don't know. Some people are just addicted to the bubbles. You know, I, I just couldn't get there. I don't know if it was related, but at one point I was drinking a lot of sparkling water mm. and uh, it made my teeth real sensitive. And I don't know if it was. That makes sense. Because it, supposedly it's very acidic. Yeah. Or it's more acidic than obviously water. I think it's so funny when people like, don't the only, like the taste of water. And the whole thing is the natural. Like nobody, I can never get a true un meaning of what natural flavors are. Like no, nobody can give me a distinctive, you know, because it makes it taste like orange or whatever, blackberry or, mm -hmm. you know, and you're like, how do they infuse that into it? You know, and it's a, like just water but there's some natural like extract yeah, or something I don't, know. I don't know how they do it what i mean do you think how early on in humanity do you think they started squeezing like lemons into their water because they thought it was tastier or like making juice I it was probably know. ten thousand years into the experience hundred thousand years yeah maybe I mean. <laughs> when did they start making juice that's the <laughs> that's the google search that i need when was juice invented when did they start making soda? Oh, okay. Juicing may seem like a rather recent trend, but in fact, it dated back to as early as 150 BC. Wow. So do you think Jesus had a fucking nice cup of OJ in the morning? Maybe. When did soda start? Yeah, when was soda invented? Holy shit, 200 BC? No. <laughs> uh, Pepsi? Apparently, it started Moses in was freaking... <laughs> he parted the bubbles! Yeah. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, it was, do you think Moses was a Pepsi or a Coke guy? Uh, it says 1767. So I guess they were able to infuse carbon dioxide into the water at that time, which was kind of crazy. The same time that our fucking country was getting off the ground, they were just drinking carbonated water. So maybe, uh, maybe, maybe George Washington was cleaning his slave's teeth at the end of the night in some soda water. You never know. 
<laughs> or at least smoking some hemp with them. Yeah, it was the great soda wars. <laughs> we we finally have something worth yeah. fighting for. This carbonation. Fighting. You Coke or you Pepsi? Yeah, dude. I think the Brits would probably be. You don't Pepsi. hear about it. There was that time when like soda would you know. They had, I wouldn't call them the wars, but, you know, there was the taste tests and everything. It's like, yeah, people prefer Pepsi, you know, and then and then actually Coke came out with that Pepsi, the new Coke. Yeah. And it tasted like Pepsi and people freaked out. I don't, I think that a lot of the, what do you think soda peaked? Because it was probably like uh, 80s, 70s. When do they have like soda bars? Because that seems to be the only time that was, like, really people were popping off. And this was when, like, you know, post-industrial revolution society was just obsessed with sugar. Because yeah. uh, it had also cocaine in it. Yeah, but when was the commercials with, um, there was that song, I'd like to give the world a Coke. Oh. Or something like that. Didn't and they like, do that in Mad yeah, Men? Yeah. That was probably in the 70s. Yeah, something like that. Well. I think that's when soda was at its peak because now there's just so many freaking drinks yeah oh for sure i mean we're we're inundated with so much bullshit that is essentially all the same thing it's either just like corn or sugar or <laughs> just some combination of the bowl uh corn syrup yeah corn syrup literal corn corn chips fucking tortillas and shit uh yeah we're we have a very solidified bad diet that's in America. crazy the fact that they can take corn and just like chemically break it down and make all kinds i mean they make like a plastic out of corn yeah they, it just they make like, like cardboard out of corn because that's the thing i think we just basically grow corn and the government subsidized the farmers and we just have this huge abundance of corn <laughs> so they've learned how to freaking just break it down and make all kinds of shit out of it didn't uh didn't christopher nolan grow like an entire cornfield just so he could drive through it i thought that was like some of the lore from interstellar like, he made this, he grew this giant fucking corn, and then he sold it all for a profit at the end of it. But <laughs> For a profit. I mean, that's the thing. Christopher Offset Nolan be doing some crazy shit. Like, you know, $100 million film. Well, we sold that corn lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, who was the big corn company? Big Cream Corn was able to uh, cut a check for Christopher Nolan. Green Giant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the Jolly Green Giant came with a fat check, dude. Yeah. He was the one uh, supplying the Oppenheimer money, dude. He was the one who bought Nolan a fucking nuke to set off for that movie. Uh, but the last thing that I had for my uh, spotlight was what other movies should be turned into an anime? And because, obviously, Starship Troopers was uh, an American film series that got picked up by these Japanese filmmakers, I wonder what other franchises would be good, you know? Would it be funny to see a Mission Impossible anime movie where, like, Tom Cruise is still acting, but he's, like, kind of anima anime-fied in a way? Yeah. Something like, you know, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, James Bond. Why even get a new Bond when you can just make him, right. you know, this, like, or androgynous... Jurassic, maybe, like, Jurassic Park, because oh, then yeah. you'd have the dinosaurs and stuff. But. I would not want Chris Pratt uh, in it or vo uh, voicing it, because, you know, <laughs> he'd probably give the same sort of performance. Uh, although Jeff Goldblum, I though, that would be cool. Yeah, he's got he's got some creeper vibes. I don't know what the uh, the temperature is on Goldblum nowadays. Uh, it either he either gets a lot of pussy or he's a creep. I can't really remember, but you know it is what it is. His best movie was The Fly. Yeah, that's Did you probably ever watch that. Uh, I've seen parts of it, which is how I've engaged with most movies in the world. It seems like I've just seen like the important bits. 
Uh, but yeah, I think Goldblum probably peaked right around the same time as Soda or something. Uh, but Dad, was there any takeaway or any unintentional lesson that you had from this movie? Yeah. Drink beer, not war. Hell yeah. Oh yeah, for <laughs> sure. Although I'm not like a big beer guy, I'd much rather drink beer than war. It's so funny because they're like going, most people would rather drink beer than have a, you know, a war. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty easy choice. Like, what would you rather do? Uh, sit around, drink some beers or go out and shoot people? Yeah. Mm, yeah, I'll drink a pint. Yeah, we would like you to shoot white, white phosphorus <laughs> into this uh, casually heavy zone. Or you can drink a Budweiser. I think it's, you know, a pretty easy choice. Uh, was, did you have anything else? Yeah, the other thing was uh, Johnny Rico says, war isn't fair. It's always a trap. Yeah, for sure. Because Baba, well, no, it wasn't actually Baba. I think it was Dutch or somebody, and he's just like, it was a trap, man. And it's just like, yeah, well, war is, you know, it isn't fair. It's yeah, it was rat's ass before he froze his fucking yeah, dick off. Yeah, that's... What a freaking name for the dude. Rat's ass. Yeah. <laughs> End up dying almost right away. It was, uh, this was some Game of Thrones level shit. People were dying left and right, unfortunately. Was that your favorite character, Rory? <sighs> well, I mean, I don't, I don't think he really got, like, a fair shake. Uh, <laughs> it would have been cool to see a, an actual rat. I don't think there's a lot of, like, representation since, like, Stuart Little. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I mean, he was cool. Were, were you sad that he just, he never got to even fight? He just basically was frozen. He got an air leak, and he froze to death. It, I mean, it sucked. I, I, I completely <laughs> agree. I mean, if, if anything, I think they should do another Starship Troopers with uh, a rat protagonist, you know? <laughs> Just because we have to fight big fucking spiders all the time. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that would probably sell better. If M. Night Shyamalan wants to write another uh, Stuart Little movie, I'm sure he's going to incorporate you if it's Star Troop, uh, Starship Troopers. Yeah, I think Johnny, Johnny Rico should have a, uh, a pet rat. <laughs> That he uses, you yeah, know, to yeah, that would re- be sick. Do recon and stuff like that. Yeah, chew the wires. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, well, I, I kind of wanted to mention this because I don't really want to be left in the ship again. Like, can I come out with you guys? I, I know we're kind of like, you know, someone has to look after Brock, but like, I, I, I want to have some fun too. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> come on. Hey, Rory, sh- shut my fucking kid up. <laughs> I don't know, man. Somebody's got to change this stinky robot baby, and you seem to be the only one up to the challenge. Uh, but we'll, we'll consider it, because we're probably just about to land on Mars in a minute. Uh, but the only takeaway that I had was Martians just want to have fun, which really is the summation of this movie. Most of them, like you said, didn't want to fight, wanted to drink, wanted to fuck, and uh, by, by movie's end, they just became these stone-cold warriors. So it kind of took the fun out of their life, but at least they have a purpose, you know? Which I guess is what war kind of gives you. <laughs> it's it's flight or flight. Uh, so, guys, I guess strap in your seatbelts. We're, we're about to pull into Mars. Oh, okay. Another smooth landing. I mean, geez, the Musk mothership has got at least some good brakes at the very least. Man, I hope we can, you know, make it out into deep space. Yeah, we're going to have to figure out if there's some sort of uh, hyper jump because <laughs> we we at least need some more fuel while we're here. And uh, I oh. think Elon needs to do a, you know, a, 
software upgrade or something. You know, these, these landings are a little rough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're running off the same Tesla uh, UI, if anything. We're running off of Twitter UI, and he's, like, updating this shit live. So, which makes sense why we're uh, some landings are better than others. But maybe we can get some uh, some answers out of this dude who's coming up who... Oh, wow, he's kind of bringing, like, this whole posse. Uh, all right, guys, I mean, who who's coming out with us? Is it, Gus, Trump, obviously. Who else wants to come? Craig? Okay, I will come, but be sure not to let me explode. If you remember, I am the nuclear football. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good point. I don't. I'm not really super what? comfortable. Is he strapped with a nuclear device? I wanna come too. It's me, Mr. Narwhal. I forgot Mr. Narwhal was here. Flipper, uh, can you like convince Mr. Narwhal to stay on the ship? Okay, well, <laughs> he doesn't have a, a laser beam like you, dude. He's not really even armed. I, of course he has his, 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 you know, his sharp little fucking horn, but that's not going to do a lot against Martians. Yeah, this isn't a sword fight. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, hopefully it doesn't, like, boil down to that, but uh, if anything, Mr. Narwhal... Ah, uh, Flipper. <sighs> Relax, man. Hey, we're, we're just, we're going out checking out the scene, okay? We don't need you know what? the whole ship. Fuck it, Dad. Fuck it. Let, let, let's everybody get on Mars. All right. Elon paid for this shit. Rory, come on. Jump on my jump on my shoulder. Yeah, let's do it! <laughs> I'm gonna be the first rat on Mars! Uh, I don't care about Brock. I mean, he's not even real. <laughs> yeah, what? Hey, sh Musky. don't say that shit about my kid. Musky, just plug him in. Just charge him or something. I forgot the fucking cord at home. <laughs> Obviously, I flew out of here, you know, well, in good. a big... Good. I'm... I'm glad that his battery's going to run out and we have to listen to his incessant crying. <laughs> Guys, shut up. This this fucking alien's about to come up to us. Oh, hey. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Mars. I'm Greco Gloydberg, and this is my trusted companion and my pet, Thither. Come oh. hither, Thither. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, oh, that's an ugly dog. Excuse me. N nothing. Sorry. Hey, Greco. What's up? I mean, huh, hi. Uh, have you seen a human before? This surprising to you as it is to us? Because, I mean, we've seen some aliens, but you're, uh, you're definitely not a looker. I guess is the best way to put it. <laughs> I don't respect that answer, and I don't respect you. I think all humans are borderline trash. But because you are a guest, I have to welcome you. It's Mars Law. So welcome. What brings you to this mining colony? What do you mean a mining colony? What are you guys doing here? I mean, obviously there's been enough terraforming that we can breathe on here without our spacesuits, but what the fuck is going on? I thought this was Elon's home base. We have come together with the Zabu Zibble, or I guess apparently they're called the Space Saudis by a lot of you racist fucks. <laughs> But we're mining the core for resources to make space footballs for the Galactic Football Federation. Isn't that right, Thither? Oh, okay. What's okay. the matter? No pigskins up here? I I mean, what's the well, yeah, what's the, the, the problem with regular footballs? Aren't they uh, just as just as good? They won't work in the density of uh of the, the planets that where the Galactic Football Federation is held. Huh. Yeah, I get it. We are an important part of the league, and we have a very important p uh, part on Mars to be able to mine the resources for everything we need. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, cool for filling us in. I I'm mean, just stunned that Mars is... Well, the only good thing about it is that it makes intergalactic footballs. 
I'm surprised too. There's really not too much around here. Uh, the terraforming has been nice, but most of the time it feels like we're just fucking the slaves. <laughs> Sl- slaves? That's right. Uh, you'll, you'll also be part of that very soon, but I just wanted to fill you in as to what exactly was going on. Wait a minute! <laughs> Trump. No, no, Trump. Don't, don't get involved. This is maybe a little out of your range. Not true. I know exactly what to do. Mr. Gumbo, Mr. Gloidy, I have to say, you have a beautiful planet. <laughs> I love the color red almost as much as I like orange. And you know who else's favorite color is red? My man, Kevin McCarthy, who just won the speaker vote. All right, Trump, this is, <laughs> we don't have to talk about that. That was sort of a debacle anyways. Yeah, this is kind of getting out of hand. Hey, motherfucker, uh, I see you stepping closer to me. How about you back the fuck up? Oh, Musky. Whoa, 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 Musky. Yeah, Musky. <laughs> you you should be very careful, uh, bartender man, because you're, quite frankly, way outclassed and outgunned. Hey, don't point that at us. What the fuck? Point it at the guy who has the actual gun. <laughs> if you want to live, you'll have to surrender your weapons right now, or I'm going to take out each and every one of you slowly as you mine this planet with the rest of the slaves. No. What the fuck? No. Guys, we're... Sorry, Mr. Uh, Mr. Gloydberg. Obviously, we've had a, a huge misunderstanding, and I, I, I think... Yeah, we've, we, we come in peace. Well, you're going to leave in pieces, and I'm starting with this fucking narwhal. <laughs> oh! oh! No! <laughs> you son of a bitch! <laughs> you <Yes>. Narwhal! <laughs> they killed Mr. Narwhal! Give him the gun. We're, we gotta just go in peace. We can't lose anybody else. Fuck that. I'm, I'm, I'm going out fighting. <laughs> How about you taste the side of this football? Oh, oh, Jesus. He just knocked out Gus. Gus. No, hey, get off us. Get the fuck away from us, you alien fucks. Hey, oh. Come on. Hey. Patrick played QB, making other teams look silly. And a fan of strip art, he threw it left hand. And so fucking far, became the MVP. Took shit from his family. Patrick really drinks, screwing girls from seedy strip joints. Like some dude that's in porn, he could party till morning. He would leave with his gang, play straight unloaded man. Counts Joe a super fan. Takes the field with the vipers. While the league tries to break his bones With a spaceship he'll guide us He's a god to all his fans And wants to party in the stands Oh! 
Rivers cross the line Telling us that we are finished Our football's no match The aliens were crass They broke Patrick's ass Cliff thinks that he's the star But has no win so far Having unchecked bravado Cliff has surely just lost his mind He's a high school pariah When the aliens grabbed the spam We had to make a big stand Dad, can you pass me some water? Um, hi, everybody. I, uh, uh, <laughs> being that Craig is with us, he was actually able to uh, bring some more recording equipment, and uh, we're in the mine. It looks like we're, uh, we're, we're kind of stuck here. We have some shackles on us. Uh, thankfully, we're all shackled together, but they took the gun. Um, they mutilated Flipper taking his laser, which was like really kind of gruesome, but I'm glad we didn't have to witness that. But, Dad, did they rough you up at all? They kind of gave me a few bumps and bruises. This is kind of yeah, fucked up. I mean, I'm okay. I'm not. I'm kind of pissed, actually. Well, this is, like, way outside well, of what... I'm pissed, but, I mean, I'm still, you know... I No uh, worse for wear here. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I guess we're able to keep the pod going uh, <laughs> with, with some interruptions at all, but... <laughs> Psst. Psst. Hello? Hey, hey, fellas, come here. What? Hey, it's a guy Whoa. over here in the corner here. What's going on? Is that another human? Yeah, I'm a fucking human. My name is Barbo Spunkleton. I was an astronaut back in the 80s. I actually got, you know, ejected from my ship when I was taking a shit. And uh, <laughs> the Martians picked me up and been keeping me here as a slave. What ship was that? I don't know. I was on some secret mission for NASA... So Ronald Reagan was just going off, you know, so obviously what's up? Uh, I haven't seen humans here in a while. It's a lot of other aliens who are kind of, well, we're, we're the first ones to, to actually make it to Mars, uh, courtesy of Elon Musk. Well, technically I'm the first one, but you guys can be like, you know, second, third, fourth, and, uh, the dolphin can be fifth or whatever. Yeah, that looks pretty uh, nasty. Did uh, something happen to your dolphin friend? Yeah, they, they ripped the, the... He had a laser beam on his head and they ripped it off. Um, all right, Barbo, like, what's good? Uh, do you do you have a pretty good lay of the land here? Do you think... I mean, can you at least get us out of this mine? Absolutely. Let me uh, break you guys out of these shackles. <gasps> Whoa! I mean, uh, why are you even here? You seem to be able to break out of all these fucking prisons. I just don't have the ship to be able to get off but I think you guys are my ride out of here. 
Absolutely, buddy. Let's uh, let's get out of here. Yeah. Or, Barbo, I mean, let's what, fucking do it, dude. What else are they doing on this planet? Well, they're they're hosting uh they're hosting some exhibition games for the uh, the Galactic Football Federation, which you know I saw a bunch of ships come in earlier. It seemed like the they were branded with the Vipers logo. I don't even know who the fuck that is. Patrick's here already. Well, I guess so, dude. I mean, what? Wait a second. Is the NFL not a thing anymore? No. Well, the ex. XF- we don't have to explain football right now to you, Barbo. We have some actually some responsibilities uh, to our friend Patrick, who. I guess is about to play another exhibition game for the Galactic Football Federation, who continues to embroil uh, broil themselves in scandal. But <laughs> fuck it, we're here to score some points. So uh, <laughs> while I guess Craig gets us uh, maybe an opportunity to patch in via Zoom, let's try to get three points on the board for Patrick before he even gets the field. So, Dad, let's do three lies of the truth real quick. Uh, so first entry. In the hopes of rekindling their character's spark while recording... Dina Meyer and Casper Van Dyne insisted on reading their lines together in studio. Entry number two. Casper Van Dyne has stated he can't go anywhere without someone yelling Rico or some quote from the movie and that all people love this film across the board, including Republicans, Democrats, independents, conservatives, atheists, and Christians. (laughs) Entry number three. Neil Patrick Harris was asked to reprise his role as Dr. Carl Jenkins, but declined due to a homophobic comment made by writer Edward Neumeyer in the years prior. And finally, director Paul Verhoeven was a consultant on the Traitor of Mars script and was noted to have contributed the film's first simulation scene. Dad, off the flip, what do you think is a lie? The second one. The second one? Yeah. You're locking that one in. Yeah. Dad, you are incorrect. Casper Van Dyne was uh, very under the impression that people loved Starship Troopers. Maybe not like, you know, Starship Troopers, Traitor of Mars, but apparently he's so noticeable, so identifiable that people are uh, yelling to him on the street, yeah. regardless of creed. Well, the, the fact that you had this listing of Republicans, Democrats, Independents, Conservatives, <laughs> Atheists, Christians. <laughs> and he said that. That wasn't just me fucking putting oh, that shit really? in there. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, jeez. That's what makes it the truth, dude. He was he was definitely trying to hit all of his bases. And uh, it doesn't seem like we're going to be able to give a, an attaboy to our friend Patrick, but Craig's got the Zoom all up and we're uh, essentially ready to go. So why don't we kick it over to our favorite co-host over in the booth, in the Martian booth, to get uh, another Galactic Football Federation game off the off the ground. Sound good to you? Yep. Alrighty, Joe. Hit him with those horns. Welcome inside the Zoom broadcast booth, everybody. I'm Joe Cook, and we're coming to you live from the Martian homeland. We're anticipating a great game between the Mars Colony Core Miners and the Tampa Bay Vipers, where Patrick Vanilla Tanerskine is trying to secure his first Interplanetary Galactic Football Federation win after destroying the Christmas clones on the moon. But it'll have to beat out the Miners' red-dusted defensive captain, Mavers, God of Football Mendocious. Back to you, Drew. Goddamn, Mavors, God of Football Mendocious? This dude sounds like a tank, which... Hopefully is is just maybe a name alone, and uh, Patrick can really prove himself as the god of football in the galaxy. But, you know, let's see how he plays out there. So, question number one. What percentage of Martians would prefer to drink beer? Is it A, 55%, B, 73%, C, 68%, or D, 90%? It would be B, 73. B, 73. Joe, what's going on? Drew. 
With the Viper's arrival on the newly terraformed planet, Patrick Vanilla Tinnerskine has presented another problem for his game. Staying sober amongst the abundance of experimental space drugs. I don't know if I'm more worried about myself announcing or Patrick's play, but let's see who gets fucked up first. Erskine exit. Quick drop and he pumps. Now he's gonna fire a shot down the sideline. And it's caught! Callahan planted a flag in a virgin moonbeam, bringing the reception down for a big Viper's first down. There we go. I mean, we're, we're starting strong. We don't need the three points. Patrick's throwing dimes. Obviously, he uh, doesn't really need too much help with these new fucking footballs, which are hard as fuck because they knock Musky out. Uh, but well, it's, it's all about the gravity here. I mean, it's like throwing a normal football. Yeah, yeah. It's just made out of like this weird obsidian or something made out like of that. like titanium. Yeah, it's, it's a lot, but apparently it's not too much for Patrick to get a first down. <laughs> uh, so question number two. How old is Sky Marshal Amy Snap? Is it A, 22, B, 27, C, 24, or D, 26? I believe she was D, 26. D, 26. Joe, what's going to happen? Drew, we're in the second quarter and Patrick is hurting his offense to the line and they're sending her over to my ex's health package. Or he's going to snap. He fixes his juicy thighs. Now he's going to step into the pocket and throw. And it's a beauty. Flanko, unidentified fucking object, Martelius. Stacking it with us out of the air. And it's a touchdown, Vipers. Let's go, Flango. Yeah. Woo. This is, uh, this is going about as well as it could. And, I mean, I don't really know what this coal miner team is all about. It seems like they're just more fucking aliens who have been enslaved uh, to dig up core. But they're, they're not playing very good defense, it seems. Well, look at them. They're freaking beat to shit. <laughs> They're a little emaciated, yeah. it seems, actually. I mean, fuck, dude. I don't think... I mean, even... Like, uh, swinging pickaxes or something and hard yeah. labor. Yeah, they have these really, like... They have arms as muscular as, like, sailor's rope, but they're very thin. That's sort of what Barbo looks like. Big beard, shirtless, kind of like Jesus, actually. Barbo... I mean, we're, we're gonna, he's not space Jesus. We're not going to ask that. <laughs> uh, all right. Question number three. What is the number of Carmen's ship? Is it 6099, B1459, C3862, or D7903? I think it's 7903. All righty, Joe. What's going to happen for halftime? Drew. We're approaching the break, and the Vipers are looking in the half and a score, and they're picked in Marshall High School package. Patrick exit. Five-step drop. The pocket is holding strong, and he's going to go for the deep shot, and that's where he's going to go. Dante computer simulated by Suicide Simmons, breaking, <laughs> making the drop dead beautiful catch for another Vipers touchdown. Let's go strong into halftime, baby. 14-0. to Fuck these skinny Martian fucks. I mean, goddamn, dude. We're, we're obviously uh, still trying to escape this tunnel, but Patrick is seeing the light, dude. He's, he's killing it. I know. He, I mean, I sort of feel bad for these guys, but hey, Patrick, you know, it's, you got to just do what we got to do. Do you feel like we've been playing to get some cuck, uh, <laughs> cuck tape teams? <laughs> Cupcake teams, considering that the uh, Christmas clones were also sort of deformed, and that these people are like... I don't know, Rod Skinny trying to trying to play football for yeah. these these aliens. They obviously don't understand the game of football for the simple fact that they've commandeered Cliff Jockage. Yeah. If um, anything, they just don't know how to evaluate talent yeah, because well, they should have taken Petrick. Yeah, they they're gonna have a rude awakening. Yeah, these these Zabu Zibble or these space Saudis are gonna really regret the uh, the money they invested in. I mean, Cliff is essentially only just getting in orgies at this point. I don't know if he's even practicing, but. He does seem to have, like, this weird exoskeleton body now, which... 
it's just so much shit is happening. I'm, I'm still a little, a little overwhelmed, which is maybe why we should kick it down to Joe to uh, ask some questions of our favorite quarterback. So, uh, Joe, let's see what's going on. Alrighty. Patrick, how do you uh, feel about, I guess, the inundation of uh, space drugs, which seem to be all over this locker room? Have you uh, done any dabbling? Because, quite frankly, I have. Did you? Are you watching how I'm performing? <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, hey, hey Joe, don't. don't <coughs> Sorry. Hey, Joe, 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 Joe. Sorry, don't. it was, <laughs> it was right there. Easy. It, it was just right in front of me. But, Patrick, of course, I've been watching. Hey, know. I heard there was some uh, communication with Cliff. Uh, uh, yes, that was, uh, it was also a message that was, uh, patched over to our friends, but, uh, it seems like Cliff was, uh, just sending a message out to you, Patrick. Do you have anything to say? Yeah, we're coming for you, Cliff. Be prepared. You're going down. Do you feel, uh, insecure at all that, uh, Cliff was able to get, uh, seemingly a lot of space pussy while you have seemingly got none? What? Oh, what are you talking about, Joe? I mean, we've been hanging out a lot. I've sort of, you know, seen... Uh, you h- interacting with the uh, space strip clubs, but I don't think I've seen you seal the deal. <laughs> Joe, you got to stop doing that freaking space candy because <laughs> you're you're obviously <laughs> you're obviously not paying attention. I mean, quite frankly, I I would love to be invited. Uh, if you uh, want to run train on an alien, you're I'll let o- it happen. You're always invited, my friend. Wow, I didn't know you were into that type of shit. <laughs> Everything goes up here in space. Well, I'll, I'll definitely be cleaning up your seconds after the second half. Why don't we uh, send I mean, it- sex and zero gravity is a little different. I would agree. Uh, it makes, <laughs> quite frankly, it makes getting a boner a little bit harder because the blood flow is kind of all over the place, but I'm learning. Uh, and maybe that's why you need to teach me, Patrick. Yeah. Well, Guys. like I said, stay off the nose candy and, uh, <laughs> you know, maybe you can get an erection. Okay, buddy? Uh, that's a big ask, but I'll try my best. If anything, I'll just continue to do blow and, uh, watch you as you have sex. I'm sort of a cuck, if you remember correctly. All right, guys, let's, uh, let's move on from our sexual proclivities, which are only getting stranger as we go, uh, deeper and deeper in space. So, Dad, second half, uh, and another chance for Patrick to put some points on the board. Uh, question number four. What is the casualty percentage of the soldier's drop rate? Is it A7, B12, C19, or D25? It would be B, twelve. B twelve. Joe, how are we? Uh, how are we doing out there? Drew, with the space drugs coursing through my veins, I can't wait to uh, essentially announce the rest of this game at top speed. Just as the Vipers are lining up in there, keep sucking till you blast out formation. Erskine exit. Quick drop, and he rolls right. The defense is trailing, but Patrick's hit a little fly, and it's caught. Baba, beg to be pro prosper, bringing the pass in with both hands for a Vipers first down. Begged to be probed. Definitely was uh, begging to be thrown to as he was able to get that one pretty easily. And let's see if we're able to put this in the end zone because we have a fucking chance. This defense is looking weak as hell. Uh, question five. What uh, When Amy Snap's approval rating is at her lowest, what percentage of people are undecided? Is it A2, B5, C9, or D15%? I believe it was C9%. C9%. Joe, how's Patrick doing out there? Drew, the third quarter is here and the Vipers are lining up and they're impregnated in a space squid package. Vanilla Tain hikes it. Play action. The defense bites hard and he's got a man deep and Patrick throws a rocket right into his hands. Cerberus, three-headed dunk, Schumer, making this one with one hand for a Vipers touchdown. This is a blowout. God damn. What was that guy's name? Three-headed dog? It was a Cerberus three-headed dong Schumer, oh, which, <laughs> yeah, Holy a little shit. different, but sort of all in the same reference of anything. 
Uh, is space starting to deform our guys or what? Uh, whether you want to have, uh, you if you want to say a three-headed dong is a deformity or an improvement, it's I, I guess it's however you want to look at it. Yeah, well, these, you know, space... Women are crazy, so whatever. I guess so. They're they're sort of poly or like pansexual. I guess is maybe the best way to describe it. But <laughs> they're here to fuck, dude. And uh, nobody has to panhandle to get some pussy I out in space. Said aliens were DTF. Yeah, yeah. You've been saying that since early on, yeah. and that's just showing itself to be more and more true. <laughs> but let's just close this game out strong because we're on the last question. Question number six: What is the number of the terraform base that Rico and his squad blow up? Is it A, 207, B, 111, C, 388, or D, 406? I don't know this one. I'm just going to go with C, 388. C, 388. Joe, how's this game going to end? Drew, these final minutes have been a stalemate the rest of the way, and the Vipers are going to close out their first interplanetary game with a win. What a showing by our favorite quarterback. Wow, yeah. I mean, this was pretty much as good as it was going to get. Uh, considering that you threw for three touchdowns and embarrassed these these very skinny uh, enslaved people, you know. So good on you, I guess, for getting some sort of win. But uh, here yeah, we are, dude. I actually feel bad for these guys. I mean, I didn't want to beat up on them that bad, but, you know, I got to do what I got to do. That's fair. That's yeah, fair. I, I mean, I got to stay in tip-top shape because... You know, this is all about saving American football. The space Saudis—they're not, you know, they're not going to take our game from us. And uh, quite honestly, they're—they've been bad so far. Yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> I don't think they really understand the game of football. Uh, but maybe they can throw enough uh, space Saudi money at this. Maybe convince some NFL players to come over. I don't know, but yeah, I mean, uh, there's a lot of free agents in the NFL who are probably looking for new homes. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> we've already mentioned Brady. Uh, whether the goat would want to, you know, sell out his career for? Well, he's single now, you know. He's well. He I don't has think he's kid. single anymore. I think he's dating like a twenty-year-old. Really? Well, she's like twenty-three. She's obviously very hot. I mean, the thing is, Brady uh, will never have to date a uh, woman who is just like in anyone's league. He's only dating the hottest of the hot. So, if that means that he has to also play for uh, the most money in all of fucking space history, I can see it happening. He already has a deal with Fox. He might as well just take it from the fucking aliens. <laughs> But, Dad, uh, it looks like we're in the control center. Uh, Barbo has uh, directed us to what looks like uh, the way that all this shit is kind of popping off. I mean, we have security cameras. We have uh, keyboards and shit. I don't really know what's going on. This is like a lot of weird alien technology. Barbo, can you, like, explain to us what's happening here? Yeah, absolutely. What I have in front of you guys is a passcode. And if we're able to crack it, we'll be able to blow this whole fucking mining piece of shit up. And we'll be able to get off this planet on your uh, on your ship in no time. It's just up to you to be able to guess what I guess is only a five-letter password. Yeah, I mean, it, it, based on what this passcode thing looks like, it, it sort of is in the shape of Wordle. Uh, <laughs> and it seems like this category is called War of the Wordle. So, Dad, uh, I, uh, I'm only guessing... But it seems like we're gonna have to play Wordle to try to beat this, uh, beat this, this, this mining planet, uh, get ourselves off of this mining planet, and it's up to you to be able to guess it. So, what do you want to start with? Uh, I'll update this, you know, live so you'll be able to see which ones are which. But it's up to you. Okay, uh, let's go with crude. C R U D E. All right, Dad. I'm uh I'm typing in uh, C R U D E. 
didn't seem to get any of the letters on that one. So <laughs> crude, crude did not, you know, crack the code. We still have, uh, you know, five guesses, but I don't exactly know what happens if we don't get it. <laughs> Are we stuck here? I mean, what the fuck happens, Barbo? I don't fucking know. I'm trying to get off here, too. Figure it out. Come on, David. Oh, no. Um, so I didn't get anything? No. Nothing. The computer said hell nah. Um, so let me think. How about B L A S T? Blast. Blast. Like in blast off. All right. I'm, uh, I'm typing in here. B L A S T. Let's see if anything comes through. Uh, no, uh, nothing, nothing. This is bad. We're we're not getting anywhere. What the hell? Yeah, this is uh, this is apparently a really good password. <laughs> obviously, uh, obviously they had some fucking you know, real uh, real tech guys setting this one up for the uh, <laughs> for the Martians. Oh my god, um, David, you're gonna kill us all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on, man. What the fuck? Shut up, Musky. <laughs> you can do it, David. I believe in you. What? You got? Any, can you help? Uh, uh Flipper. <laughs> You're super intelligent, mammal. What? Uh, I don't think fish is not a five-letter word. <laughs> so <laughs> you're not really fucking helping us. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Flipper. Wow. Uh, God. All right, Dad. Well, we have four more tries. We have to. We have to. No, not mackerel. <laughs> yeah, anything. It's if it's not five letters, flipper. You don't understand Wordle. You don't have that shit under the sea, or at least in your tank. You should uh, if you have Wi-Fi connection. For Christ's sake. Um. Jeez, I've used. So it's got to have maybe a an O in it. Um. Yeah, you don't. I mean, what are the uh, the vowels that you haven't used? You haven't used I and O. I O Y. No wait, A E I. No, Y is not a vowel. I don't know fucking language. <laughs> <laughs> English major didn't do me shit. All right, Dad, what do you think? Um, how about P O I N? I know T's not there, but we'll just put T in there anyway so we can get some vowels. I. And, and then T again. All right. Uh, putting that all into the computer. <coughs> oh, it was wrong, but there was one. I did have I. So that's the only one, but it's only a yellow. So unfortunately, there's still uh, some ambiguity as to. It's not in the right spot. It's not the right spot, but I is in the word. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> We're sort of running out of options here. We only have three chances to uh, essentially save ourselves and the rest of the um, the slaves, the people who are trapped in the mines with us. Barbo himself. Barbo. Come on, man. I want to get off this fucking planet. I want to know who... Uh, did the Red Sox ever win? <laughs> As a matter of fact, they did. No fucking way. Yeah. What about the, the Chicago Cubs? Actually, I think they won, too. <laughs> Actually, a lot of shit has happened since the 80s, dude. You don't even know about COVID. Yeah, and Tom Brady's the GOAT. The Patriots won six Super Bowls. What? Yeah. The Patriots? Yeah. They fucking suck. Well, 
not in today's world. God, I've missed the old days. <laughs> um, C, I, G, G, Y. Oh, okay. Uh, you think Ziggy? Ziggy. Okay. Uh, Z, I, G, G, Y. Is it right? Sure you did. Musky, you were fucking rooting against us every time, dude. I mean, Barbara, we did it. We, 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 I mean, I don't exactly know what we did, but, you know, we did it. Hey, that, that's awesome, you guys. Let's, let's get the heck out of here. Uh, let, well, let's go back to your ship. All right, we're, we're, we're fucking sprinting to the ship. I can see it over the horizon. Flipper, come on, chop everybody. Let's go. Let's go. <gasps> All right, uh, Craig, you know, put the keys back in the Tesla system. Let's fucking get off this bitch. Yeah! Fuck you, Mars! <laughs> Woo! Wow. We're back, dude. Man, that was that was close, man. I mean, we got to be careful, man. These these planets are, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm still kind of unclear, like what exactly. I mean, what happened to Mars? Well, I mean, it looks like it's completely fine. Barbo, I don't really get what's going on. This was all part of the plan, you guys. I just, you know, needed you to shut down some things. And, uh, you know, do you guys happen to have, like, a teleportation system I can, uh, maybe get the fuck out of here on? I kind of really want to go back to Earth. Yeah, yeah what whatever, dude. Do, man. Yeah, I mean, sure. We, uh, Craig, you, might, you might lose a finger or something, but <laughs> hey, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, there was, uh, there was some, uh, there was yeah. a mishap. Hopefully, uh, Elon is, you know did a software patch or something to that effect. Yeah, he's know. got his crack Twitter team of people who are held here hostage for their visas. Sometimes are, you, you, your whole body doesn't show up. Hopefully it'll just be a finger and not your dick. <laughs> whatever, man. Just let me get on the fucking teleportation and uh, send me back to the motherland. I'm ready to go home. All right, well, it was nice doing business with you, Barbo. Well, uh, I guess we'll see you on the flip side, brother. <laughs> there we go. Um uh, it was uh, it was a hell of a time, uh, Dad. You were able to do something that I'm not really quite sure, but uh... <gasps> wow. oh my fucking god! We just blew up Mars. Did we do that? How did we do that? What happened? Uh, uh... I don't even know what the fuck to say, dude. What what happened to all the fucking? We just killed a, a, a bunch of innocent people. Is is Craig responsible? I mean, what's going I on? I did not do anything. That was most likely your code game. You released a bomb. Oh my god, Barbo sort of. Barbo Spunkleton just fucking activated a nuke on Mars, and I think. It got straight to the core. Um, this is another huge fuck up. I guess on our part this time, Muskie didn't even shoot anybody. Uh, yeah, actually, that's kind of funny. Fuck you guys. <laughs> you guys fucking did some st stupid shit. And I even got my gun back. 
This is so awesome. I mean, fuck it. I want to, you know, I'm having the best time of my life. If I would have known that I was basically unlocking a code to blow up Mars, I would have just totally failed. Uh, yeah, Dad, you, you probably should have fallen on the sword on that one. I guess... I think we need to, you know, call down to Earth and, and warn him about, you know, Barbo. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, that guy's, <laughs> that's just a sociopath. <laughs> Space Jesus yeah. is here to wreak havoc. I mean, who knows what he'll do down He's probably going to run for president or yeah, something. Yeah, the apocalyptic preacher of Mars is coming back to Earth to fucking cause some Trump, shit. what do you think of this Barbo character? Uh, I actually think it was pretty cool. <laughs> It was so uh, convincing and so charismatic. <laughs> Barbo with his nice six-pack abs. Uh, you know, Trump. Yeah. Drew and David, I mean, once oh. again, I'm sorry to interrupt, oh, but I have another message for you. This time from Elon Musk. Uh -oh. oh, God. All right. This, this, ain't, this ain't good. <laughs> this is not good. Hello, Drew and David. I saw a tweet that you blew up Mars. That's pretty epic, but my SpaceX stock is shooting <laughs> bad. If true, please give me a call. I'm up. Well, anyway. Have fun. Be safe. <laughs> oh, oh God! No. It already is hit the news cycle, dude. Mars is uh, wow. apparently visible from Earth. As if being you want to know up. what's going on, you go right on Twitter, and it's like it took like what? Even we're on Mars. I mean, it's the universe's town yeah. square. It seems. Oh, I mean, I I'm glad it, it's it's so good. Apparently, he's done such a good job of revamping Twitter that he's getting updates from uh, space. <laughs> but shit, I mean. I mean yeah, it's somewhat epic, but I mean, at the same point, I mean, I don't know how, I mean, who is... Does this man have any money anymore? <laughs> Did we just take his last form of income? Oh, I mean, I we... I mean, I feel bad for the people that were on Mars. Yeah, I mean, it seemed like it was just Greckle Gloydberg, his weird fucked up animal, and like, all those people who were mining the core, so... I guess we have something to feel bad about, but we did get rid of Greckle, which was fine. <laughs> that guy was kind of a dick. Yeah. But dad, I mean, fuck, dude. This is uh, this is another mishap uh, in our, our our travels across the universe, unfortunately. Uh, and while this might be the worst thing we've ever done, uh, let alone on yeah, this show, the repercussions of blowing up Mars. I don't even want to even start to think of what that might, you know, cause. Let's try not to think about it. We're, yeah. we're it's sort well, of out of our right pay now, grade. I, I, all I can concentrate is saving football. So I mean, come yeah, on. I mean. <laughs> One thing at a time. If anything, we could sort of retcon the situation maybe with some, uh, I don't know, some nanobots. If we have some better fucking technology, we would get out there. But, Dad, this might have been the worst thing we've ever done. And uh, we're trying to see if this movie oh, gets absolutely. on. Yeah, absolutely. And we're trying to see if this movie can get on any of our best of our best lists. Uh, so for Put Him on the Rushmore, I had best movie, uh, best fifth movie, excuse me, in a series. So does... Starship Troopers, Traitor of Mars, Beat Out, X-Men First Class, Mission Impossible, Rogue Nation, Fast Five, or Order of the Phoenix. Uh, considering that the fans of these movies consider this to be... A debacle. Yeah, I mean, I guess we can't even begin to put it on the Rushmore. Yeah, uh, I, we probably shouldn't even think no, about it. I mean... Yeah, it, it's embarrassing to even bring it up. I don't think any of these movies... I mean, Order of the Phoenix and Fast Five are probably the most respected... Out of those two, I don't actually remember what Rogue Nation was like, but yeah, we're going to have to round back around to this one in a, a different fifth movie in a series type of thing, because Traitor of Mars was just not going to get there. Nah. Uh, so, Dad, it is uh, my favorite part of the podcast, because it is uh, last call for alcohol. Was there anything you wanted to ask of the director before we, uh, I guess, send it over to Muskie or just <laughs> close out the episode in shame for committing... Uh, Maybe space terrorism? 
Yeah, one of the things is the Baba tries to activate his infrared yeah. and accidentally fires off a nuclear weapon. Now, you would think... <laughs> I guess we understand. <laughs> we have a different perspective about that. But fuck, dude. I think there needs to be a little bit more of a, a safeguard over, you know, just carelessly pressing the wrong button. You know, there's mm. usually launch codes or something. I mean, I don't think even like a, you know... Uh, a newbie is allowed to even fire a nuclear weapon at this point. Yeah. Time. Baba should have to be able to solve a wordle puzzle yeah. to be able to and fire And that you can actually code. shoulder a nuclear weapon just shows you, I mean, I, I don't even want to know what that future's like. Well, mini nukes are the future. You know, Fallout called it out first, where you just have these, uh, these voluble little nuclear bombs, which... Are, <laughs> that's just warfare, dude. We got to find ways to compress it and make it easier to just make it into a, a normal thing, you know? No longer will there be school shootings. There will be school mini nukes, yeah. if anything. And the, the bottom line with this movie is just like, how do these people have just this endless amount of ammo? Yeah. I mean, they just constantly, I mean, and the thing is that the, the bugs are just in the thousands. And there's like, what, five, you know, four guys, you know, holding off thousands of bugs. Yeah. And I they guess died pretty they, fast too, right? Yeah. Yeah, the bugs were like, they took probably like six or seven bullets yeah. to the head and they were done. I mean, it always seems like when they're running from them, they're, you know, they're always just a little, you know, like they always seem like they're going to be right on top of them, but somehow they're just away. And then they turn around, fire off shots, and they'll like kill like two when there's like thousands of them or I mean coming down on them. Yeah. It's, it's sort of ridiculous. It didn't make any sense that to show the number of bugs. And then the number of people. There's no way. I mean. Yeah, dude. It was really, it was a lot. I mean, I had the same thought. I think a lot of movies struggle with the question of where they're getting all the ammo. Uh, but we haven't got really a great answer. I think it's sort of one of those things that they push under the rug and hope you don't question because it looks cool to fire off hundreds of thousands of rounds uh, without really having to think twice about it. Uh, and the only things that I had to ask about this movie were how exactly the bugs were traveling. Which, it seems like they're jumping from planet to planet and just fucking... It said a meteor was uh, what yeah. brought it to Mars, but yeah. like, how to get on the meteor, how to get from the fucking place where they were originally... Well, just, Amy Schnapp actually planted them there, like uh, underground. Remember, they she had like three years prior. Oh, like, sh okay, so the, de uh, the, the meteor thing was a lie. Yeah. Oh. She planted them and then waited for this moment to unleash them. But okay. Still. That fucking bitch. Yeah. For Instagram likes, for Christ's sake. Uh, and the other thing I wanted to ask was, why are aliens always shooting plasma? <laughs> it seems like that's, like, the only thing that they're able to ostensibly ejaculate, especially if they're, like, large tank-sized fucking aliens. They're just able to volley... Uh, and shoot these catapults of plasma to people. So I, I just want to know. I think that was part of the the uh, the real movie. The no, first movie. they didn't have any plasma, plasma shooting plasma. aliens. No. Yeah, like, those there was like, like a brain bug. Like there was a main bug. Like that was the like the mother. Yeah, he was the brain bug. Mm. And then Neil Patrick Harris is like he plays the character, the mind dude. Yeah, Carl. And. You know, they, they pull the freaking brain bug, like they get it and they haul it out, and it's like this big slug type thing. Mm. And Neil Patrick, it looks like Jeff Goldblum in The Fly. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Je uh, Neil Patrick Harris, like, goes up to it and puts his hand on it, and he's just, like, doing his, you know, psychic shit. Yeah, mind meld crap. And he goes, He's scared. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, Yeah. Holy shit. We've made contact. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think you could probably attribute uh, most fear to all creatures, so <laughs> it's not too much of a stretch. Uh, but, Dad, I, I think I think I'm all good on the questions. And uh, Muskie, uh, do you have anything to say for yourself as uh, purely the person who didn't commit a crime? Uh, I know you were probably pretty stoked about that, but... Yeah, I mean, what do you got to say? Yeah, Muskie, you were pretty refrained. I mean... I, I wouldn't say refrain. I mean, I was hit over the head with a fucking, you know, Moscow football, which was kind of fucked up. Yeah. Uh, it left a big shina on my head, and... Uh, yeah, you got a big egg. Hopefully it doesn't hatch in anything. I don't know if they tried to inseminate me with some shit when I was knocked out. Yeah. Did you see them and, like, inject me with any shit? Well, you ever seen that movie Alien? Yeah, I fucking say, uh, Are you saying they put a fucking alien in my head? I, I'm just saying. Hey, you, no, you know, we're in space. You never if know. an alien comes out of my head, you got to <laughs> kill it, man. I don't want to go out like this. My kid's on board. You don't even care about your kid. Yeah, we might have to quarantine you because... <laughs> eh, I don't like the idea of quarantine. <laughs> quarantine Musky. was hot for me. Musky, come on. I don't even wear a mask. I didn't get the fucking <laughs> vaccine. What of it? Yeah. Um, uh, probably musky. Wear, you probably don't wear a condom either, yeah? You're a raw, raw dog type guy? I mean, you don't really have to wear a condom with a fucking, you know, a real doll, so. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of clean, you know. Yeah, you're nailing in anime. Me and body. Trump wear condoms all the time, but, like, not for the sexual stuff. <laughs> it's just more for, like, our general spiritual safety, if anything. Yeah, I don't think that's how condoms work. I don't think, you know, Trojans can prevent you from uh, <laughs> ruining your spirit. Spiritual <laughs> safety. Wow, that's different for you, Muskie. <laughs> yeah, they should put that on the box, yeah. dude. Trojans have something else to fucking... <laughs> something your... else to advertise. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to take your spirit and put on a Trojan? All right, Dad, what do you have for the uh, the Jackson made through the window? Hey, what's your wine rating? What was uh, the decoy rating? Yeah, I liked it. It was really good. Smooth. Oh yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it. It definitely uh, lubed me up in quite uh, in quite a, a comedic way. Yeah, I think I polished off the whole bottle. Did you? No, I mean I haven't even had a second glass, which no. is is actually kind of par for the course for me. But. <laughs> I'm gonna give it. Yeah, you know what? Five out of five. Uh, plasma bass. See, I can't even talk, so yeah. that that's appropriate that it's... Yeah, the five. trauma of you blowing up a planet is, is yeah. harming your world. I, I, yeah, I'm, I don't know if I can sleep tonight. <laughs> You'll definitely probably sleep. You'll be snoring on the space couch after this wine really hits. <laughs> uh, I'm going to just go fucking five out of five, too. I'm going to do five out of five... Um, let's see. Five out of five accidental nuclear explosions, because, you know, I also feel kind of fucked up about that since... Uh, I was the one typing in your guesses, so in some way, shape, or form, I was also a contributing factor, so we all have something to take away from this, and uh, if anything, it's just a W for Patrick yeah, as we well, move we along. Yeah, we were duped. I mean... <laughs> yeah, by Space Jesus. <laughs> space Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Barbo Spunkleton, you son of a bitch. We'll oh, see you man. fucking back on Earth. He really must have hated ass. these Martians. Yeah, I hated him enough to kill all the people that he was stuck here with, yeah. which I kind of understand, but you didn't see Nelson Mandela coming back with a machine gun to kill all the people in prison with him, so <laughs> whatever. Uh, maybe this is going to have to be something we litigate when I we get back we, on Earth. Yeah, I think we might meet up with him again. And if we're anything. we have to bring that up with him. We'll teleport him back. I think we have his uh, his DNA signature in the teleportation thing. If we can bring back Troy anytime we want, we can bring back fucking Barbo Spunkleton. I hope the hell he did lose a body part. I do too. I yeah. hope he lost his penis. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we will go back to Earth and find out like he's a paraplegic or something. 
He deserves it. Yeah, look, let's look out the window, see if there's any sort of like floating body parts around. <laughs> but uh, I guess as we're uh, looking for these body parts, we should just say we have absolutely no idea what we're doing. And uh, hopefully on the other end, we'll be able to figure it out and maybe not blow up any other uh, fucking planets. But until then, we're just going to have to see you next time. And from space, yup, and bye 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 and don't drink a drive.